great to be here this morning. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, have this time where we can share together. Uh, I really appreciated Kathy's kicking us off last week and, and reminding us uh, as part of her favourites that we don't just focus on our favourites in the scriptures but we focus on the entirety of the scriptures and that was just such a refreshing reminder to each of us. Um, as Dave asked me if I'd be involved uh, with the teaching series over January, I said I'd love, love the opportunity, that's great. Uh, what's the topic? And he said, favourites. You might want to talk on your favourite Bible verse. And I thought, oh, that's great. I did that last time I preached. <laughs> so uh, I'll have to come up with something different. So I've gone with, rather than looking at my favourite verse, I thought, well, let's look at my favourite characteristic of, of God or of Jesus. And there are so many different ones. We know that uh, God is a righteous God, God is a holy God, God is a true God. What is my favourite characteristic? And most of you will probably align with this, but it's the love of Christ. And so I thought this morning we could take a look at what it is to understand the love of Christ and more importantly, how we can reflect that out into the world we find ourselves in today. Now, as I was preparing, I just love the way God uses so many different mediums to be able to speak into the lives of people. And I found this interesting sign that was in a, a, uh, a church in France just recently. It's a poster, it's on the wall as you walk in. And just wondering, how many people here have got mobile phones on them this morning? Yes, quite a few. And that's fine, have no problem with that. I know we use that as Bible references and whatever. This is what the poster said. When you enter this church, it may be possible that you hear a call of God. However, it is unlikely that he will call you on your mobile phone. Thank you for turning off your phone. If you want to talk to God, enter, choose a quiet place and talk to him. If you want to see God, send him a text while you're driving. <laughs> I thought that was... Uh, Quite good, and God can speak to us in many different ways. Those that know me well will know one of my favourite pastimes, uh, particularly in recent years, is spending time with kids. And so I'm going to do that right now. I'm not going to ask the kids to come up the front, but what I will do is just ask the kids to pay a bit of attention. So put your hands up if you are in prep, to grade six or year seven. Hands up. Fantastic. Now, I want you guys to be listening and I may just ask a question and you can yell out or tell your dad or mum to just yell out what you think the answer might be. Now, just imagine for a moment that you're at school or you're down at the park and... You've fallen off a swing or the slide and you're really badly hurt. 
I'm wondering if you can yell out from where you are, one at a time, yeah, that's going to work, yell out from where you are who you think might be someone other than your mum and dad that might be able to help you. So what do you think, kids? Who could help you if you were hurt? God, great answer. I love that, God. Who else could help? Your teacher could help you. Anyone else? Doctor. I thought my next-door neighbour's son might yell out doctor. But, yeah, that was great. We have some doctors here. Who else? Teachers, doctors? Nurse, yes. Nan and Pop, yeah, they always help us. And sometimes the help is just lollies, but that's good. (laughs) Who else could help us? Mm, You could help yourself, that's right. Well... You know what? There is a story in the Bible that Jesus told that talks about exactly this type of thing. Now, I'm going to put up a picture here. A priest. Someone said, doctor, well, a priest might be able to help us. Do you think? Hands up if you think a priest could help us. Two of us. Dave, you've got some work to do. Okay. What about the next picture? Doctor. Yeah, we already had that one. Hands up if you think a doctor could help us if we were feeling sick or not too good. Jack's not putting his hand up. That's a worry. (laughs) All right. Now, what about this next bloke? Hands up. A bikey. Yeah, mean looking, rough sort of a character. Do you reckon he might help you out? few heads shaking. No. Don't think that person might help out. Well, it just so happens that Jesus told a story that uses kind of... It wasn't a bike, it was someone else that they didn't like too much. But Jesus told this story of someone that was travelling between two places and as he was travelling, he was beaten up badly and left on the side of the road to die. Now, a priest came along, and we said we thought the priest might help. So a priest came along, and what did he do? Nothing. You're right. You know the story. He walked on by. And then there was, in the Bible, Jesus said, a Levite, who's an expert in law, but we'll use a doctor. A doctor comes along, and he's going to help, isn't he? No, he didn't help. That is right. You guys are right. Do you want to help me out? No. So you're right on top of it. The doctor took a look and then he goes on by. Now the mean tough bike, he comes along, riding his motorbike, cruising along, looking for where he can cause a bit of trouble. And he goes past, he stops, he backs up, he takes a look and he sees this person that is injured, beaten up badly. And what's he do? Unlike the priest, unlike the doctor, he takes some time to actually take care of the person, puts him on his bike, takes him to the nearest medical centre and makes sure he's taken care of. And so that's a story that Jesus told to tell us that it doesn't matter who you are, You should always look out and take care of 
the needy. That is crucial and that was part of Jesus' heart. And so kids, as you think about when you're not feeling too good, remember that we should be taking care of those that aren't feeling so well. Those that are struggling in life, we have been asked to take care of them. So, now up the back, kids, there is a worksheet. It's got colouring on one side. It's got a word find on the other side. You can go grab that just up the back there. Two or three pencils and you can get stuck into that while I get stuck into the... No, while we continue on with our message. While the kids are doing that, if you can turn in your Bibles or devices, and it will be on the screen, to Luke 10, 25 to 37. Luke 10, 25 to 37. On that occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, and how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You have, correct, uh, you have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went on their way, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to go down the same road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed on the other side. But a Samaritan as he travelled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return... I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three men do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert of the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Let's commit this time to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that you would reveal it fresh to us, that you would open our hearts and our minds to hear exactly what it is you want each of us to hear this morning. And so we commit this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. So most of us know this passage quite well. It's one of the most well-known parables that Jesus tells, the story of the Good Samaritan. What I wanted us to do this morning, and as I took 
some time to prepare, my focus was actually drawn onto a part of the story that I'm not always drawn to. But I think it's important and it's the consideration that we should give to actually what was the question that was asked and why why did the person ask that particular question so what was the question the question was what must i do to inherit eternal life how do i get to heaven and that question wasn't just asked then and that was it that's a question that continues to be asked today we have friends and family that ask us those same questions we get it all the time what must i do to get to heaven and we look at who asked this question the person that actually asked the question was an expert in law so probably already knew the answer and as you look at the passage, and I think Jesus is quite good, he actually asks, turns it on the expert and actually asks him to answer the question himself. And he does answer it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength and love your neighbour. And Jesus says that is correct. So there we have it. What must we do to inherit Eternal life, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. Let's close. No, that's not where it finishes. We know <clears throat> that that's not the total picture. And if we actually look a, a little bit further on in Luke, Luke 18, there's actually a rich ruler that actually asks the exact same question. What must I do to inherit eternal life and Jesus at that time gives him the answer and he actually pretty much summarizes the ten commandments so you shall not commit adultery you shall not tell lies you shall not steal you shall not commit murder and obey your your mother and father and so <clears throat> what Jesus is saying here is you guys know the law and this is what it tells us to do. And in that, it sounds okay. And if we ask people out in society today, again, they'll probably say, I need to be a good person. I need to follow the rules. But we have a problem with that. In Romans 3, 23, Paul reminds us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's every single one of us. Not one of us can meet the standard in which we are required to receive eternal life. And that leaves us with a problem. Because if that's where it lands, then basically we've all had it. We can't meet the standard. So how do we then, how do we rectify that situation? Well, luckily, in Romans 3.23, surprisingly enough, after that comes 24. 
And it says this, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So there's the love of Christ as it comes to reveal itself to each one of us. None of us has any hope through our own actions of getting right with God and receiving eternal life. It doesn't matter how good we are. It doesn't matter what we do. None of us can meet that mark. And yet, because God loved us so much, he sent his son Jesus to pay our price so that then we can have that opportunity to receive eternal life. And it's simply by accepting Jesus as our Lord and Saviour that we have that opportunity, we have that made available to us to receive eternal life. And so what's going on here with the expert in the law and also the same thing that happened with the rich ruler is that Jesus has pointed out to them that sure, you know the laws, but it's more than just doing the good things because in fact none of us in our own strength can achieve the perfect standard that's required to allow us to enter into uh, eternal life, enter into heaven with God. None of us have that ability to do that. and Jesus is quite clear in reminding these guys that it's about your heart your heart needs to be aligned with the heart of Jesus it doesn't matter as I said it doesn't matter how much good we do in this world if it's not done with the right attitude if it's not done through a love of Christ it's not going to get us into heaven So as we look at that this morning and as we consider that principle, what is the response for each one of us here today? What is our response? What's the response for Jeff Jordan in 2024 and beyond having acknowledged and understanding what Jesus is saying here to us? Well, there's many different responses that we could have because we all are found in in different positions. But I want to focus on two. Two that I feel are crucial to each of us, either in one position or another. The first is, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, and this is... The, the most important, if you haven't acknowledged what Jesus did for you and the fact that he is the only way that we can receive eternal life, that we can go to heaven, if you haven't done that, then it's something that you need to consider. And I would urge that if you're in that position, discuss it with someone today and make that decision today. Make Jesus your Lord and Saviour. It's not going to make your life all rosy, but 
it is going to be an experience where you will now have someone, you will have Jesus and the Holy Spirit working through your life to help you through life's tough situations and it will guarantee you that eternal life. So that's the first one. If you find yourself in that position, please consider it. The second one is for those of us that acknowledge Jesus as our Lord and Saviour and because of that, we have that guarantee that we will receive eternal life. What's our response going to be? Now, regardless of exactly, Mike, I was waiting for it, regardless of where we find ourselves, our response should be one of showing Jesus' love. It should flow through us into whatever circumstance we find ourselves in and whoever we are dealing with. That love of Christ should be flowing through us. Just as Jesus, because he loves us so much, came and died on the cross for us and rose again to save us, that same love should flow through each of us in our lives. It should, people should, it should be our trademark. People should say, Bendigo Baptist Church, wow, did you hear what they do? They love people. They're out there in the community. They're caring for the the sick. They're caring for the poor. Such and such down the road, they're my neighbour. They go to the Baptist Church and they are just so loving. Or, you know, that person that comes into school each week, they love the kids. I don't know where they go to church, but if, if that's what Jesus is like, I want to know more of that. So we should be reflecting the love of Christ each day. It should just flow out of us. <clears throat> so as I look to move into 2024, I, I'm asking myself that question. Am I reflecting the love of Christ in my life? Do people see Jesus through the things I do? Not because it's Jeff that does it, but because it's a response of the love of Christ in my life. And for each of us, there are just so many opportunities that are out there. The world is crying out to see love, compassion. The world's crying out for people to care for them. The world's crying out to know that there is someone that's going to support them. And that's our role. Jesus calls us to do that. Dave mentioned earlier that we're a church that loves to be a people that are disciples making disciples. And what's Jesus tell us? They shall know you are my disciples because of their love for one another. It should be our trademark. We should be loving one another. We have so many opportunities. You can go into schools and just show kids that they are valuable. 
that they are worthwhile. You can help out with homeless. You can get involved with community groups. You can uh, help out with our mad cow team in the centre of town. If you are looking for opportunities and you don't know how you can best show the love of Christ, speak to Pastor Dave. There are plenty of opportunities in our church here. Speak to Donna or Matt. You can be involved in children's ministry and show those kids the love of Christ. You can be involved in schools. Uh, Speak to Lindley about our One Hope program. Uh, You can go and help Mike in the city campus in town. He's still looking for people that are going to help him launch that campus, working with the homeless, working with the needy. Get on your bro. Go and see Mike. He needs more people to help him start that. There are just so many opportunities waiting for us. All we need to do is have the love of Christ. That is the only skill that is going to take us forward. So again, I would challenge each of us today, if you haven't accepted what Jesus has done for you and that being the only way you can receive eternal life, please discuss that with someone. Please um, please spend time considering that, asking Jesus to reveal himself to you. And for those of us that have, consider how is it that I will show the love of Christ as I move through this year. That's the challenge for us. I just want to leave us with a part of uh, a letter that Paul sent to the the Thessalonian church. And I just wonder whether this can resonate with us as we move forward. Thessalonians 1.3 says this, We remember before our God and Father your, um, your work produced by faith, labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by the hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So our work produced by faith, our labour prompted by love and our endurance inspired by the hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. I trust as we move forward this year that this place will be filled with the love of Christ, that Bendigo would know the love of Christ because of what we can do for Jesus. Let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much for how much you love us. We thank you for what you were prepared to do. The fact that there was nothing we could do that would make us right, and yet you loved us and you wanted us to have that relationship with you. And so you sent your son. We thank you for that. We just pray that each day we might know a little more of your love and each day we may show more of your love to all that come in contact with each of us.
We commit this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. If you want to just stand as we uh, finish the service today. Before we, before we start singing our last song, I just want to encourage you to let's just take 30 seconds, a minute, and let's just, um, let's just sit and listen to what God's got to say to us. So we're just going to, before we start singing, we're just going to play for a little bit and um, just listen to the Holy Spirit of how, of how He wants to... Um, us to what he wants us to implement from what Jeff's just shared. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. 